Do you feel like you're not allowed to be creative? It's like some invisible brick wall is blocking you from your potential. And then to layer on top of that, there's a stack of limiting beliefs and self-doubts. Uh, you ponder to yourself, I don't want to be seen as a fool. So then you basically bury that creative desire and you cover it up with a truckload of cement for good measure. And you try getting by in life, but something feels a bit off, you know? Something's missing. And a little voice tells you that you are destined for more. That creative spirit, it wants to break out of the prison that you locked it in. And after years of suffering, you come to a realization, a big one. You realize that your time on earth is running out and you want to make the most of what time's remaining. And you no longer wish to give a damn about what all these other people think. That fear of regret of not following your creative dream is now more scary than being seen as a fool. Great. Welcome to the rest of your life. This is the part where you stop caring about other people's thoughts and you start pursuing what fulfills you and makes you happy. The part where you permit yourself to be creative. Hey, it's Matt, and welcome to another episode of the My Creative Calling podcast. This one's Play the Fool. It's time to give yourself permission to be creative. Confucius said, We have two lives, and the second one begins when we realize we only have one. Today, I want to invite you to give yourself permission. It's incredible how little signs of inspiration appear when we need them. There's a TED video featuring Ethan Hawke, which randomly popped up in my feed and it kind of smacked me right in the face. It was called Give Yourself Permission to Be Creative. I'll put a link in the description for it. It seems like a strange choice here because I've never really been into Ethan Hawke or his movies, but hey, I've got a new respect for Ethan now. His words, they deeply moved me and you might be wondering, hey, why, why did it hit you so hard? And I think because it perfectly captures the feelings on my creative journey and my belief that we all need to tap into our inner creativity to be filled in this lifetime. So we aren't meant to be sitting around consuming all day and being told what to do by others. That's not fulfilling or, or purposeful. We're meant to create. So being creative is in, in human's DNA. It's how we've survived for so long. And so whether or not you can see it right now, it's there. If you think back to your childhood and some of those things that brought you joy, I bet you were actively participating in something. You were often creating and exploring. Maybe you're out playing a ball at game at lunchtime or you're biking across town into the forest or you're making shapes out of Play-Doh, or you could be building a treehouse in your backyard. So what do these things have in common? They're fun, right? And they usually involve other people. So where along our way did we decide to stop having fun, making things, and stop going on little adventures with other people? When did we decide that passively doom-scrolling and binge-watching were more important to us? Where's the legacy in that? It seems like the kids had it right all along. And I would argue that a key to their approach is the creative mindset and being some kind of an artist. I don't necessarily mean an artist like a traditional, what you might think of as a painter or something, but just that, that creative artist spirit that comes out from 
the desire to be more autonomous and make things. And so you just have to be willing to take a little risk and express what you feel. And so that's what I'm doing here in, in showing up in this podcast is basically I'm putting myself out there and some people may laugh at me and some people may be moved by it. It doesn't really matter. It's just, it's important to me that I show up and give this to the world. And so I want to say to you, you are an artist and you might be wondering like, Hey, creative, Hey, I'm no artist. Creativity from the Cambridge dictionary says it's the ability to produce or use unusual and original ideas. By creative, I don't initially mean being that artist in the traditional sense, say writing fiction or oil painting or making electronic music. Seth Godin says an artist is someone who uses bravery, insight, creativity, and boldness to challenge the status quo. And so I love that as a better, more human definition of what an artist is. And there are certain parts of your life where you're an artist because you use that bravery, that insight, that creativity, and that boldness. So maybe you lead with humor at your weekly client meeting, or maybe you bring a sense of wonder to the way you play with your kids, or maybe you spend hours like perfectly designing the invites for your upcoming party. There are millions of ways that you can show up with that artist mindset and there's something special in the way you do things. You bring a unique flavor, a unique combination of elements, unlike anyone else. And it's time that you started doing that more. Here's another banging quote from Seth Godin to challenge your views on what art is. Art is what we call the thing the artist does. It's not the medium or the oil or the price or whether it hangs on the wall or whether you eat it. What matters, what makes it art, is that the person who made it overcame the resistance, ignored the voice of self-doubt, and made something worth making, something risky, something human. Art is not in the eye of the beholder. It's in the soul of the artist. I love the way Seth lays that out, that art is more about the soul of the artist and overcoming that resistance, ignoring your self-doubt and making something worth making and just being human. I think that's great because it certainly separates it from being some like, uh, you know, like some great gift from God that comes down to certain few people. It's, it's not, it's uh, something in all of us. I'll continue on here with referring to Ethan Hawke's Ted video where he spoke of his brother's unique gift. And so here goes, his creativity was leadership, leading others. His bravery was to help others. That was something he felt called to do and it gave back to him. You've probably had at least one super cool boss over your career. You know, the one of a kind who seems to bring that real sense of creativity to their leadership. It's like unique, it's passionate, and it's inspiring. And you wonder like, geez, why can't all bosses be like this? So not even bosses, but a teacher comes to mind. So I had a, a physics teacher who really brought this sense of passion and creativity and energy to the way he showed up to his physics class. And so I came into that year, not necessarily being interested in physics or, um, or think, thinking it was more like maths equations and stuff and, and a bit dull, but this guy really brought the energy and that was contagious, uh, infectious. And then suddenly I was, I became like a big fan and I got right into it and sort of continued on that path. Once we find where we can, our gift and give it in a, that special way, it really resonates with others.
Another person who comes to mind is my father-in-law who he really brings a sense of creativity to how he operates in the kitchen. So he's got this unique and magical flair and it's amazing what he can whip up in the kitchen seemingly out of nothing. And he brings this special energy to the dinner table that is uh, like no other. And this presence like really lifts the room. And so you, you might be wondering like, hey, why are you banging on so much about this creativity right now? I think it's because I spent a good 15 years in a job that limited my creative voice. It basically, it squashed it down to almost nothing. And I, I felt like less of a human, but now I'm starting to express myself more creatively and my world has certainly changed. I feel more alive and more excited about the future. And I really believe that we're all born to create something and it gives our life purpose when our creations come into the world and they help others. And yeah, I, I just don't think we're meant to sit in a cubicle all day, taking orders from bosses. I feel like we have something special inside us that is yearning to get out and be expressed. And so we must break out of that box and bring those voices to life. And now is the perfect time to do that. So with the online world and all the software tools available, we, we can make starting something as frictionless as possible. So you can dip your toes into the water. It doesn't have to be some grand vision. Almost three years ago now, I started a free WordPress blog and I just started posting anonymously into the void. Uh, I'm pretty sure no one was reading it, uh, but that didn't matter. It was helping me. And the act of showing up and writing uh, started to make me feel whole. The creative spirit was healing me and sort of repairing a lot of those wounds from my years of struggling in the wrong direction. It's interesting how I just started writing every day and not sure where it would go, but I naturally gravitated to this meaning and purpose and mindset and creativity and because those are the things that I was truly yearning for. And then I found that I actually had a gift for that. And, and it's interesting how what we sort of struggle with in the world can become a gift to others because we have that unique perspective. Yeah, here's the truly remarkable part. I think over time you start to find your voice you figure things out and you claim a space of your own and then people want to come for the, along for the ride, your tribe. And so being connected to billions of people online and sharing your message attracts those like minds. So yes, they are out there and they will find you. All you have to do is keep showing up and let the power of time and compounding work its magic. Feeling like a fool. When I started, I felt like a fool posting all these motivational quotes online. That's where I started <laughs> basically just parroting these pithy quotes from others. And my inner critic had an absolute field day. They were like, who do you think you are? Some Australian Tony Robbins pipe down, nobody cares. And, and I'm sure you felt this too, is that inner voice. And so part of the challenge of showing up is the inevitable fears that we encounter. So what if I get laughed at? What if I suck? What if I fail? We need to embrace the mindset of the fool here, today's topic. So recognize that it's okay to look silly and make mistakes because that's part of the progress. Nobody ever came out of the blocks perfect. It People take years to master their craft and get anywhere. It's all part of the progress. And so 
that that's part of a well-lived life with no regrets is, is that showing up, doing the work and putting ourselves out there. And it means that we're connecting with others. So when we dare to show up, we become more memorable and we become appreciated. And it doesn't matter so much if you feel like a fool because being a fool is essentially the real you coming through and that's genuine and that resonates with people and that's how you make an impact. And soon people will connect with your story and they'll say, yes, that's my fool. Today's reflection, where do you bring a sense of creativity into your life? What is the unique combination of elements and flair that makes you unique? How could you further bring that to life in the coming week? Now I'll leave you with a quote to ponder from that TED talk of Ethan Hawke. It's a thing that worries me sometimes whenever you talk about creativity, because it can have this kind of feel that it's just nice, you know, or it's warm or it's something pleasant. It's not. It's vital. It's the way we heal each other. In singing our song, in telling our story, inviting you to say, hey, listen to me and I'll listen to you. We're starting a dialogue. And when you do that, this healing happens and we come out of our corners and we start to witness each other's common humanity. We start to assert it. And when we do that, really good things happen. So if you want to help your community, if you want to help your family, if you want to help your friends, you have to express yourself. And to express yourself, you have to know yourself. It's actually super easy. You just have to follow your love. There's no path. There's no path to your walker. And you have to be willing to play the fool. So don't, you know, read the book that you should read. Read the book you want to read. Don't listen to the music that you used to like. Take some time to listen to new music. Take some time to talk to somebody that you don't normally talk to. I guarantee if you do that, you'll feel foolish. But that's the point. Play the fool. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'll put a link again in the description for that video from Ethan. I recommend you check it out. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope it inspires you to lean into playing the fool and stepping into that uncharted territory where maybe you feel a little uncomfortable, but where great things are possible. As always, like and subscribe. Let me know in the comments or shoot me a DM or email. I invite you to join my newsletter, My Creative Calling, which I weekly send out a deep dive on a topic to help you live a more creatively fulfilling life. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. <music>